We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. As of right now, we have uh, gotten our 150 obligatory pencils down tweets uh, from everyone. MGM did theirs. Um, and just individuals have done this, so we have officially killed that bit again this year. That's always nice to see. But as of right now, no, uh, no traits are expected by the Cavaliers. Now you never know because there's always like that weird, like seven minutes after the deadline. Oh no, we totally got this one in. Um, but really, very few players of consequence were actually moved today. And when I say players of consequence, I mean there were some good deals. Like I think New York got better, and I think if there's a reason to be concerned. It is that New York, in the span of four weeks, got the missing piece in their starting lineup in OG Ananobi, who is a really underrated player in the NBA. And then today, they massively upgraded their bench. Like, Alec Burks is a really underrated piece, but the bigger part there is uh, Bogdanovich, who is a, I mean, just a really, really good sixth man, and he might not even be their sixth man. So New York got, cons- like, considerably better today beyond that like there are names the funny thing about the NBA is like there are names that were moved right the the Pacers traded Buddy Heald for uh, salaries and a couple second round picks and immediately I saw people I love this for him I'm like you mean the guy that just got benched in Indy because his defense is bad he's not a good enough offensive player to live up to it like okay yeah like he's okay an okay player but I'm just curious where you guys feel about the Cavs as of this point, after all the pencils down tweets have said, uh, it doesn't look like the Cavs have made any move. 216-474-0092. Are you okay with that? Because my 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 big thought on this is there wasn't a trade that I thought they had to make. I think that's a good spot to be in. That's different than your roster doesn't have weaknesses. And it's funny how, because they've won now 15 of 16 games with a win over Washington last night, it's funny how there's just a bunch of people who are like, yeah, of course, they don't have to make a move. They've won um, 15 of 16 games, and look at their record since December 16th. And those are valid reasons, by the way. Like, I I do think that the Cavs are going to continue playing better than, than playing worse. I don't expect them to be as bad as they were the first – 25 games of the year. And then obviously the injuries happen. So like the injuries are the one thing that can always change things. I expect the Cavs to be a top four seed. And I think they're, I think they have everything they need to be that. I'll also say that the deeper you get into the playoffs, the more that you know, and the more that any potential weaknesses are exposed. And so right now people say, well, they've got three point shooting. I mean, that was what killed them last year. I don't like revisionist roster analysis because, okay, that's why you didn't beat the Knicks last year. There are going to be other matchups. And listen, the big one that is obvious to point out is Boston. Boston is elite, and I mean beyond elite, where you are your weakest. So 
Boston has two guys that could be in and of their own rosters, elite wing players, and and alpha dogs on their own team. You don't have one of those guys. Now, in fairness, you've got two guards that are better than the guards they have. Like Donovan on that team would be just as elite as he is here. Darius Garland is a step down from that. But again, you have two more elite guards. You also, from a big perspective, Kristaps Porzingis is nice. He really is. That's a nice piece for what they do. I'd rather have Jared Allen. I'd rather have Evan Mobley. By a mile on the Evan Mobley thing. But that's a matchup where your lack of, and and I think we're putting it all on a Coro and Mobley. Good luck with that. Because there are going to be series where whether it's Evan Mobley shooting if it doesn't stick around or Isaac Okoro shooting if he goes cold, that you're going to need a third option. And honestly, it'd be better if either Evan or Isaac were, were farther down the depth chart in terms of options to, to kind of lock down other wings. I think the fact that you don't know whether when Tristan comes back what he's going to give you, I think that's another clear opportunity where if you could have a – an upgrade at the backup big, even even if you thought Tristan was coming back and could be what he was, I think you can upgrade off that. Because, yeah, they've won 15 of 16. But where what counts and what you're trying to do at the deadline with respect to Keith Britton, who bleeped all over it earlier today, what, what you're trying to do is you're trying to give yourself as many different options. If you feel like you're starting five or four of your five starters – are where they need to be to win a playoff series. The next thing you do is go, okay, well, how can we give us, how can we give our ro- roster more flexibility to be as competitive in as many types of series as possible? And that's the thing I still don't know the Brown, uh, the, the Cavaliers have. It doesn't mean that they can't win. I like, I think the Cavs can win a first round series this year. I think with the way Darius and Donovan and the Bigs are playing, if Evan can keep shooting the three. Guys, I think they can win a second series. I I believe it. I think I heard Tim Legler last night say he thinks the Cavs could be in the Eastern Conference Finals this year. I agree. I think it's a could. I don't think that's the expectation. Those are two different things. But now it becomes, all right, now it becomes a lot more about matchups and a lot more about making sure that none of your four best players disappear in the playoffs. And I think... This puts a lot of pressure on these playoffs. Let's go with Adam. Welcome to the show, buddy. What you got? Hey, so I just, I'm completely okay with them not making a move. And I, I really didn't even expect them to anyways. Um, I think the chemistry that they have built together and now still bringing um, Garland and Mobley back into it, and even more so, they developed this brand of basketball that they're doing very, very well at playing in, and everybody's kind of a key piece into all of that. So I, I get maybe upgrading you know, a bench player for a backup center would be okay, but I wouldn't want to lose any of the pieces that we have. I, w- I don't want to disturb the chemistry at all, and I think um, they're showing that you know the brand of basketball that they've adopted is really working, and they're not going to win you know, 15 of 16 on all this, you know, many times, but, you know, it's put them in position to be confident with everybody. And I think that that's, that's perfect right now. So as they stand, I, I want them to stand pat and, you know, see what this thing leads to. Adam, let me ask you how much of that, how much of your take is influenced by the fact that they've won a 15 of 16? Well, of course. I mean, it's, 
not that they've won 15 of 16, but just their record and being number two in the East for the entire season. There were some growing pains a little bit at the beginning of the season, but they worked through it. And like I said, you know, they've now developed their brand of basketball and how they're going to play. And it's, it's working really well and, and they're being very successful. And overall, um, I, I just don't think that you, you need to add any other pieces. Adam, appreciate you, buddy. Thank you so much. Adam giving us a call there, 216-474-0092. Uh, if you would like to give us your thoughts on the Cavs of the deadline, uh, so far my favorite take of the deadline, and this always happens at the deadline, when Team X says that player Y is untouchable, and then you read the name of the player and you realize like there's no reason that player should be untouchable. Um, I, I don't know who hell Jay Cowley is, which is probably uh, Joe Cowley, who apparently is a basketball writer for Basketball News or something like that had said the uh, the Bulls have made Alex Caruso untouchable in trade talks. I, I I don't know. I Like, how do you even approach that conversation with another GM? Hey, we can talk about DeRozan. We can talk about Vucevic. We can talk about Patrick Williams or Kobe White. But so help me God, you bring up the name Alex Caruso, and I'm dropping the phone. We are not talking the rest of this day. Like, hey, guys, uh, Ty Jerome, untouchable. Don't even call about him. Uh, Sam Merrill, if you mention the name Sam Merrill, I will block your number and I will never call you back again. You, you, there will be a trade embargo for the next five years if you mention Sam Merrill. So help me God, you call about Isaac Okoro and I will get you banished from the NBA. You will now be playing in Euro, the Euro Leagues if you call about Isaac Okoro. Okay. Yeah, he's he's a good he's a good role player. Maybe not as good without a guy named LeBron, but okay. Easy there, Chicago. Eric, welcome to the show, buddy. What you got for us? Hey, how's it going? Doing, um, doing very well, thank so- you. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. I don't, I don't know that I agree with your, your thought that we lost because of three-point shooting last year. I think we just got punked last year. Like, we got out tough. You look at the rebound stats for last year, and Jared Allen and uh, Mobley were just absent. So, like, I, I keep hearing this narrative over and over again that we lost because of three-point shooting, and I don't know that I agree with that. Yeah, the Cavs are playing really, really well right now, but I don't know that we ever really fixed that unless you think Tristan Thompson's that guy that can mix it up on the inside and go get us some boards when it matters. So I actually will agree with you. I think it is overly simplistic to say a lack of three-point shooting. I also think it's a overly simplistic to say it was just that he got punked. I think both things happened. I don't, 
I don't think JB did anything to develop his bench last year. And when I say develop bench, I mean get those guys confident in the role they needed him to. And because of that, that you played seven men, you had very few cards to play. And on top of it, on the uh, offensive side of the ball, they did bully you. So I, I agree with you, but I think it's both things. And I think at least one of those things has been fixed. But the bullying thing does kind of scare me going into these playoffs because there are going to be teams like – there are going to be teams that are going to do that to you, and I don't know we're any closer to knowing how Evan or Jarrett or your guards are going to respond in that exact same situation. So well, what I mostly really, agree. What really concerns me, if you remember back to that Knicks series, basically the Knicks just shoved everybody in the lane and said, all right, Darius, Mitchell, whoever, go ahead and shoot your outside shots. We ain't letting you in the lane because we know Allen and Mobley can't shoot a three. Uh, like, they just clogged up the lane and killed us. That's why I think the so, key this year. I, just, I have real, some serious real, reservations. So I think that's why it's so important that Evan keeps shooting the threes now. Unless they did something that we didn't see coming, which was going to be a surprise at the deadline. Like a trade for a, a wing that would kind of move the needle. Unless they did something like that, which would require giving up a lot. There wasn't a lot the, uh, the Cavs could do. Change their biggest remaining questions. And even then, even if they did make that trade, we'd get excited, but we'd still probably say, well, are they going to show up in the playoffs? Right? Can J.B. Bickerstaff, can J.B. Bickerstaff kind of corral this team and lead this team to a playoff win? And I think one thing that, that that's still my big concern here is I think they've got the guys. I think Donovan is exquisite. I think Darius, to this point, is underrated for how he has adapted with uh, kind of the evolution of himself playing next to Donovan, I think Evan Mobley, like I, I I'm gonna I'm gonna reference this. I'm not trying to call out another member of this station. I would never do that. But like the Evan Mobley conversation about three point shooting, man, has that gone one sided real damn quick? <laughs> like I, if you're still saying I don't want him shooting threes today. After what he's seen the last four games, I don't know what we're talking about anymore because he's been doing pretty darn good. So, like, I think he got the guys. I'm excited to see if if the Jared Allen can be more of a force in a, in a playoff series this year than he was last year. But overall, my big questions remain the same. The only thing, the only answer I don't like, the only excuse I don't like to not make a move at the deadline is, well, J.B. Biggerstaff already has trouble playing the guys that he has. That bugs me. Not making a move at the deadline. And again, I'm not saying that's what the Cavs did. I'm just saying like that rebuttal about the Cavs making a deal, it fundamentally upsets me. Because then you've got a coaching problem. If you don't trust the coach to play the guys and to keep a, a tight rotation or to, to use more of a lax rotation, which I don't with JB, that's one of my two biggest questions. If you don't, it's a big concern. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.